0: Another episode of Talking Maiden. The podcast of the beast. How you doing, Nesbitt? I'm doing good. Fantastic. Yeah. So today we're circling back.
1: Another episode on non-album tracks.
0: Filling in the cracks. Filling the gaps in the podcast. Making sure we get through all of the... We've done all the B-sides and we're doing all the non-album tracks.
1: By the time we're done this podcast, I want to have discussed every single Iron Maiden track. Exactly. So that's... uh, This is kind of like... We did b B-sides... We did. Well, we did the best of the B-sides. That's right. Which is... I'll get into it after. Let's get into a beer before I say Oh, it. get you know, into Maiden a beer. Track.
0: Yeah. Well, remember... So while, this
1: one's been in the beer fridge yeah. for a while now.
0: That's been in it for a while. Remember when I went to Turkey? Yes. Uh, I came back. I had uh, I had two beer um, with me. One was the Kuramiza Ale. There's it was a red ale. Yeah, it was yeah, a red that ale. that was a delicious one. That I was remember excellent. remember correctly. Yeah. I'm already actually planning it my Turkish triplet next year. But oh, yeah? That's, I'll save that for a, a, a up-and-comer. Um, this is the Ephes malt. Now, Ephes is a standard beer in Turkey, and it's like kind of a pretty boring beer. It almost be like a Budweiser. Okay. Um, but this is the malt, and it's okay. actually really good. And uh, anyway, again, I've tried this beer now. I haven't had it in a long time, but we'll see.
1: Hey. You're on a, a, a beach in Turkey in like 30-degree heat. Yes, Last time you had this. So let's see it if it tastes me... just as good in my cool, <laughs> dank basement.
0: <laughs> it, it, that makes me cry when you say this. The tan's long faded, but the the, the, the bank account's still still busted. <laughs> go ahead.
2: Do not spend your time
0: worrying about those wasted beers.
1: All right. Ooh, it pops. That's a good sign. Good. Still if, it,
0: if, if it didn't, that would it hasn't not been be in there.
1: It hasn't been in there no and these these are good these are good for up to a year so
0: there we go it it looks pretty box standard but the maltiness hopefully comes through i wonder what aging beers does to it anyway i don't
1: know some beers age well yeah it tastes like a lager like a this would be perfect in the heat in the summer yeah
0: not so exciting now
1: yeah. <laughs> um, it quenches the thirst though
0: yeah and it, it, to be honest there was another beer that I wanted to kind of bring uh, from Turkey it was this IPA I think it was Pablo or something IPA and um, I drank so much and I was like we do so many IPAs and this is like a malty standard beer yeah, so and it's kind of i I'm kind,
1: put of, a, put, I'm kind yeah. of put off by the really hoppy IPAs now we've done so many of them and I've yeah. it's all I've drank for like years and now I'm kind of like a red ale pops up and I'm like oh
0: yeah you know what I mean oh yeah I had a great a great uh, quote with someone the other day. They said, uh, oh man, I'm so into sours right now. But like, I still like IPAs, but I went, yeah, IPAs are so 2016. And they were like,
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I was
0: like, that was meant to mock you. Like, I still like them. Beer nerd. Right on. So why don't we I would say
1: there's a time and a place for every beer. Even Coors Light, which people are like sometimes people will be like, you know, they'll mm. be at a concert and they'll send us a picture. Yeah. And they'll be like here's me, but all they had was Coors Light. And I was like, man, Coors Light in the concert's awesome. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, that's true. There's a yeah. time and place for every beer. Yep. And that be- place is prison. You drink <laughs> schnapps in prison. I've never been in prison, but I can imagine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so now this is our second episode on non-album tracks. That's right. So like I said before, we're trying to cover every single Maiden song. So we're doing all the albums, that's which right. means we're going to get all those songs. mm. We did B-sides, so as a, I'll do a quick rundown. So we did four episodes on B-sides. That's right. So we did, I'm going to go through this really quick. Burning Ambition, Drifter, uh, a live version. Invasion, Remember Tomorrow Live, I've Got the Fire, Cross-Eyed Mary, Rainbow's Gold, King of Twilight, Reach Out, That Girl, Juanita, Sheriff of Huddersfield, Black, Burt, Blues, Prowler 88, and Charlotte the Harlot 88. That was like the the best of the B-sides first CD. As you read, this? so many memories. <laughs> yeah. The second CD. Oh, yeah. I love that song. (laughs) Then we did All In Your Mind, Kill Me, Cessoir, I'm a Mover, Communication Breakdown, Nodding Donkey Blues, which is horrible, Space Station Number Five, I Can't See My Feelings, Roll Over Vic Villa, Garbage, (laughs) I thought. Justice of the Peace and Judgment Day, My Generation, Doctor Doctor, Blood on the World's Hands Live, Aftermath Live, Future Real Live, Wasted Years Live. Yeah. Then we did, so that got through all the b-sides on that yeah. b-sides compilation then we did um we kind of got into the, like mopping up some of the ones that weren't on those two cds so we did massacre which was one of their best covers and best b-sides hocus pocus past the jam i live my way bay's ain't a bad place to be the metal for mother's version of sanctuary the metal for mother's version of Wrathchild, running free 1979 demo from axe attack dance of death orchestral version and we talked about Blood Brothers and Passchendaele. Mm. and we did Women in Uniform. That's right. So there's still tracks left still that tracks have appeared up. here and there. Yeah. And we're going to mop through all of the rest of the remaining tracks in this one episode.
0: In this one episode. Yeah. So the interesting. Some of them thing- are
1: barely worth mentioning, but we're going to mention yeah. them just to say that we covered them.
0: Yeah, it's so funny when you uh, when you when you do that, or when you when you run through that list, because this isn't like when we do. Uh, you know, we did the early years or when we did, you know, some album where we do it consecutively. Like some of those now, like we recorded them previously. Yeah. It's they're been just a bit kind of time.
1: thrown together in a random yeah. order.
0: The other thing is, is a lot of these get referenced in an album context. Like we might say, remember it was like, you know, in the early years, this was the demo yeah, we and, and kind we played of, a yeah. snippet, but now we're going to look at it in isolation.
1: Right. And we kind mm. of touched on some of these B-sides when we did the single. Yeah. And mentioned this like mention them as the B-side of a single when That's we're doing right. the album that the single came from.
0: Yes, or a lot of them you played when we covered the individual artists, like Yannick here or Adrian right. here or The Impact here yep. or Blaze, and when we did Blaze, we covered various things. Like the first one we're going to get into, which is Virus, so, which we did talk about.
1: Virus, Blaze which day. we talked about, yeah. but we haven't actually like really talked about it. No. So this was on this album, which is Best of the Beast.
0: yes. Which is one of the first albums that I really listened to right. a lot. It was this, A Matter of Life and Death. Because A Matter of Life and Death came out, and I got really into it. And I was still a new Maiden fan. I listened to a ton of this.
1: Right. That's Best when the I, Beast, like, yes. fourth fed you Iron Maiden. Until yeah. made you a know, fan. <laughs> yeah. And
0: then, like, it, it was so funny because I never, ever thought the virus was, like, a non-album track. Cause, you know.
1: Yeah, because you would assume if you didn't know, you know, if you didn't know Maiden's discography when you buy mm. best of the beast you would assume that it's just plucked from some one of the blaze albums you probably think yeah but this was made f- like this was recorded separately and it only appeared on best of the beast it only appeared it came out, out as a beast. single yeah. with three different covers yeah um i'll play a clip of it and then we'll get into it Great, great Blaze era maiden song, I think. Yes. Yeah. It's cool. It has a super slow, kind of dark first half. Yeah. And then it kind of speeds up into this like upbeat kind of rocker with a bunch of cool guitar parts and guitar harmonies. Yeah. It's a really unique maiden song. The the I intro,
0: the intro with the drumming, right? Yeah. I, I, I go back and forth on it to be honest. Sometimes I hear that and I love it. Sometimes I hear it and I find it a bit it's it's a it's a right. moody song. Completely. So you're kind of
1: talking about this part. I'll just yeah. play it in case people don't know what we're talking about. Smiling, a of the land.
2: As soon as the back is turned. Is planned.
0: So, like that for me is there's times I hear that and I'm like yeah, and there's yeah. other times I hear I'm like ugh. It's just it, it's a song that is really moody for me, but I mean. Is right after that, it just picks up and it's awesome.
1: Yeah, it's this really gloomy, yeah. moody thing. But then when it kicks in, it's just awesome. Unreal. There is a edit of this. It's called Virus Short Version, where they edit out the beginning, and it just goes into the fast part. It's like mm. a edited version. It's on – I can't remember what it's on. Yeah, I think it's a B-side on one of – or I think it's like on one of the – there's three different CD singles of this, and I think it's on one of those.
0: Okay. Oh, cool. So this is another – one of Blaze's studio recorded songs that yep. are originals, you know, there was a couple that fell off of X Factor never made it. Yep. And one, and yeah. And there was another I one, I think, and there was another one of my way. Yeah.
1: And there's judgment, four or judgment so. Day. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's another, it's another example. I think, I think we'd argued, was it, was it judgment day? We argued that should have been on X Factor or justice, of the peace. Uh, or justice of the peace. Sorry.
1: Or was it, ju- I can't remember which yeah. one we said should have been on X Factor. Maybe well, both of them. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Although I love X Factor so much now that yeah. I wouldn't change anything about them. Yeah. But we did have that discussion.
0: We had the discussion yeah. in there that we were I think we were more just lamenting that it wasn't held over for virtual eleven. Yeah. yeah. I think so. I think if I if I remember correctly it seems so long ago. Uh-huh. But another great blaze track that's not on an uh, official studio. Yeah, it's, it's just unfortunate a single
1: and best of the beast. But this mm-hmm. is an amazing song.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but you shouldn't be producing new
1: stuff on a compilation. They always do that, man. Every yeah. time bands like put out a greatest hits, they'll like plus one new song. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. To make make people like me buy it. <laughs> no, to
0: make more people buy it, you would buy it if it wasn't an interesting, an interesting cover.
1: That's kind of true. Or I do have, just buy. I do it anyway. buy maiden compilations for like, of course, you
0: <laughs> there has to be just anything. Yeah, yeah, any unique reason. Even well, the fact to keep that...
1: the collection complete. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so the next song is Space Truckin'. Yeah, it's from a Deep Purple tribute, remachined a tribute to Deep Purple's Machine Head. Yeah. Um I'm going to let you in. I'm in, just
0: I'm just not having any of this one. <laughs>
1: 2012. <laughs> yeah. Uh the 40th anniversary of Machine Head. Yeah. Um and it's maiden covering Space trucking
0: Okay, I got to weigh in on. Not a I'm big not gonna fan. Like
1: this sucks. Like, I think it's decent. Yeah. I really like the Deep Purple version. Yeah. The Maiden, like almost all of their covers, it's not nearly as good. W-
0: when was this recorded? Because Bruce is just not good here. Like,
1: So this is recorded as a B-side for A Matter of Life and Death okay. album session. Oh, but so it was bad. never released yet.
0: Yeah. Like, um, it just feels yeah. like, I don't know, when I first heard it, I, I knew it was more recent. But yeah. he just kind of was doing some inflection with his voice. Yeah. That I didn't like. I think he's trying to sound like Deep
1: purple or yeah. something. It's like, I think it's decent. His yeah. pronunciation of the lyrics sounds very strange because I've heard the Deep Purple version so many times. That's right. That when I hear this, it just sounds like off to me.
0: Yeah. We talked about this. I think we played a little snippet of this previously somewhere in the podcast. But when I was listening to this in the lead up, I put it on and as soon as I started hearing it, then I... My first round, I went, no, no, <laughs> no. And I listened through it and listened and listened and listened. I was like, oh my God, this is just, you know, it, it's catchy and fun, but I'm like, no, no thanks.
1: not working for you. No. I never listened to this. No. Never. I listened to it, you know, enough to be able to discuss it on this podcast, but I'm not a fan. Yeah. If I want to hear this song, I'll just listen to the original. That's right. Um, I don't know. So they recorded this when they're as a B-side, a potential B-side, when they're recording A Matter of Life and T- Death. Yeah. Um, I got that from Kevin Shirley's recording blog that he used to have on his website. Mm. So, and six years later, it get, comes out on this tribute album. Yeah. Um, it just shows how, like, Maiden will, like, record stuff and they'll hold on to it for years yeah. before it comes out. Apparently, at the same sessions, according to uh, this blog that Kevin Shirley had... They did Angel of Death by Thin Lizzy, which is one of my favorite Thin Lizzy songs. Yes. And they did Tush but Tush by ZZ Top. So those yeah. two haven't been released yet. Really? So they recorded the 3 of them 6 years later this one came out, the other two have never been released yet.
0: So wait, now where was this released because it's not a B-side, it's one of the unreleased No, it was oh, a yeah.
1: there's a tribute album yes. of of the Deep Purple Machine Head album. Okay. And it's all other bands covering Deep Purple songs. All right. So that's when this finally came out. And this is out. what
0: Maiden threw in there.
1: Yeah. They like, we already have one done. We never did anything with it. Here you go. <sighs> so maybe if an, if a, like we'll hear that Angel of Death, Death version, if there's a Thin Lizzy tribute album <sighs> comes out or something.
0: This pains me because, you know, there are, you know, um, huge Deep Purple fans that are going to say, you know, I want to hear these different takes. And, like, wouldn't you want – Was it Metallica recently did some live stuff. I we, we covered them. Oh, yeah. okay. And then they released some Maiden stuff. And, like, they yeah. took the songs. Like, why wouldn't you go through and pick That Metallica
1: cover now? of Remember Tomorrow yeah. is insanely Unreal, good. Unreal, the yeah. drumming.
0: We yeah. already covered that, but that one, that was awesome. Yeah. But, like, w- that's what I want. Like, I want them to buy that compilation and go, oh, Iron Maiden really brought their A-game. out. hey, we got something lying around in the dumpster here. You can have it. <laughs> uh, I'm
1: yeah, disappointed. Most of their B-sides always strike me as kind of, like, throwaway did it for fun in the studio. You know That's what I mean? Right. I think this is one of those. Look, we're two tracks
0: out. in, and if I was having a nice hoppy beer in like <laughs> 2016, I would be in a good mood. But I'm drinking a, a warm Pilsner lamenting the heat long past. And this isn't doing it for me, Nesbitt. Okay,
1: next track. Next track. So this one is a strange one. What is this? This is, I don't know if this technically counts as an Iron Maiden track, but I'm going yeah. to go over it just because I want to talk about every Iron Maiden track that's right kind of track rhythm of the beast so it's not technically maiden but it's nico and dave murray yeah so um nico put out this instructional drumming video on yes. vhs in 1991 which i have up in my shed and i think you actually watched part of it with me one night yeah um it's very technical um way more detailed than like i as an, i'm not a drummer so to me it just kind of like was over my head Nope. Lots of advice about, like, setting up your drums and tuning your drums. And so during the video, Dave Murray comes out and he plays this, like, song with Nico. Um, so it's not technically Maiden, but for completeness. I'm going to cover it. I'm just covering this one just for fun. Martin Connolly is on bass and Mark Mor- Moran on keyboards and Dave and Nico McBrain. Okay. So it's basically an instrumental to show off Nico's drumming technique. And it's just called they just call it Rhythm of the Beast.
0: pretty awesome dave
1: murray's like amazing guitar player
0: yeah i didn't know what that was like when i was listening to it i was like is this someone covering maiden because the the timing in the beginning yeah
1: but the timing in the beginning is so bad the keyboards are really like off-putting too
0: and then i was like that's murray or someone really doing murray yeah and then but i didn't i didn't know who was in there yeah yeah it's funny because i thought it was might have been an accident that we were covering this I, oh, I yeah. Was, that's, that's my note. Yeah. I was like, who is this? It doesn't sound like Maiden. Yeah. It feels I know.
1: It's a cool Dave Murray guitar solo. A drumming... Like rocking out.
0: ...video instrumental.
1: So that was Rhythm of the Beast.
0: Yeah. So... so it, and that's a named track, like they called it that?
1: Yeah, it that's says right. that in the uh, credits of the VHS tape. Yeah. The next track is actually a Maiden track. This one's kind of interesting. I think yes. you're going to kick out of this one. Yes. So this is the alternate version of the Wicker Man. Yes. So it's a version with additional vocals... That was released on a promo CD. When they sing the chorus, yeah, it's like, your time will come. There's an echo. And then it's like, yeah. thy will be done. Your time yeah. will come. Don't turn, don't run.
0: Yeah. But it's almost like an echo to me. It's like, yeah. here, just play the it's clip like so, so the response. listeners can know before we talk about it. Yeah. That's awesome. That's kind of cool. It's different. It is. So the the vocals that kind of like echo there, like, you know, with the extended chorus, I couldn't determine if it was Bruce, like doing some dubbing and then putting it over or if it was like Adrian or no, if it was it, Adrian and Bruce in a dub.
1: It sounds to me like multiple Bruce yeah. vocal lines put down.
0: Multiple. Because there's a later on uh, part where I almost feel like it doesn't sound like Bruce
1: i'm pretty um, sure it's bruce
0: yeah the whole way through
1: i like the original better though but this is kind mm. of cool to hear it's like it's super
0: one. cool it, the the chorus is awesome and holds up with wicker man. first off wicker man is one of my favorite songs oh yeah it's great. like i love it i love Five it one. too yeah but uh love brave new world love this song the rest of the song is so unpolished right do you find like the the, the wicker man on the studio album is just the it's so much better this is like an alternate version, but I don't know Yeah, but it's going the on. studio
1: version. It just has extra vocal tracks. Is it. that the only that's difference? That's the only difference. Everything it else feels is to me
0: like so unpolished.
1: Maybe. Well, that's the thing that yeah. doesn't work kind of with this version. Yeah. Is when you have that many layered vocals in the chorus. Yeah. That's right. Like the rest of the song is so raw and yeah. rocking sounding. that when they get to the chorus and then they have like these harmonies on top of harmonies and uh-huh. whatever, it's almost like it doesn't fit. Yeah. And that's why I think I like the original better when he's just like, your time will come, your time will come, and that's it. That's right. It, it kind of fits the song better.
0: But is that the only difference is that vocal yeah, trend? that's it. I'd have to lay them next to each other, which I don't do. It's okay. something you do and see that. It, it, it feels so different to me, yeah. but I love it. I'm just like, yeah. it's not what The production band.
1: might be different. I haven't actually listened to it back yeah. to back like that, but I think the solo is exactly the same. Everything yeah, sounds exactly the same.
0: Yeah, I'd have to take that off and, and, and pay more attention to it now, but... Man, it just feels different to me, but I like it.
1: Yeah, it's like, cool to hear a different version of a song that you love. Yes. Yeah, yes, cool.
0: And, and I like it because it's not them redoing it on a future album and then me going, oh, they've redone it, and now yeah. I'm pissed off that it's not like... This is just an alternate version that was released. Yeah, it's, That's exactly the way yeah. to do it. Wicker Man is Wicker Man. This is a cool alternative yep. that I get to enjoy. I really love this track.
1: So yeah. speaking of non-album tracks, for completeness... For completeness. In addition to this version, there's also... Wickerman radio version that was on the U.S. promo CD. Yep. There's also Wickerman radio edit, yep. and Wickerman rehearsal version, which is like a version from like warm-up sessions for the tour in 2000. It was on a promo CD in 2000, so they went in the studio and like did a version of it mm. while they're rehearsing, and that came out on a single. So those are three other versions. I'm not sure uh-huh. what the radio version and the radio edit is like edited. Yeah. But those are three other versions of the Wicker Man. It's a better. lot of folks I'm just saying, this. like, even yeah. though these are, like, you know, there's a whole bunch of these as we go through just for completeness yeah. I'm going to, like, bring up. But I'm not going to get into them because a lot of times they're, like, a slightly different mix or whatever. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're doing it so that someone doesn't go, you played that version, but exactly. you didn't play this. I want them to
1: be like, well, actually, there's a uh, Wicker Man the radio re- edit. And then I'll
0: reply to that email and be like, Nesbitt didn't even know about that. <laughs> Nesbitt had no clue.
1: So we're hitting pretty we, – we got some, like, pretty good – Non-album tracks. One that we missed is one of the worst Maiden B-sides of all time, and it's called "Morty Vicker." We've talked about this, though. No, we talked about "Past the Jam." Oh, this one is way, way worse. Listen to this.
2: Morty Vicker. We just before the break, then I start to pine i got a dog a dread and you know then he start to whine Oh, yo, yeah, bitch you teasing, oh huh. Lick my bones
0: Yeah, I was, I was wondering what you're going to pull for a clip there. And I'm glad you pulled that because that's literally the one point I wanted to highlight, which is like, he goes into almost a rap. Yeah. The start horrible. of this is ridiculous. As soon as I started listening, to it, I was like, Oh my God, what the
1: heck is this? It's like a jam session that they recorded. Is it? And then he just like, they're just goofing around, but I don't yeah. need to hear this. You're ruining Maiden for me when I hear this. I was like, yeah, Maiden's awesome. Don't play me this the crap. That passed the jam. This the... is horrible. This yeah. is, is this worse than Bay's water?
0: You, you, you remember that 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 Nico song where he's like the, 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 I love you and you love me, yeah. but then there's like that amazing Focus, ramp yeah. up Hocus, and ramp Hocus. down. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's cover. a cover, but but that had some, some redeeming qualities. There's exactly. no redeeming qualities in this. this is there's garbage. nothing in this. This, this is a this horrible. horrible.
1: Yeah, I hate. No. Ugh. I'm angry. Let's just get. I, I can't listen. Hit I can't... delete. I don't want to think about. Uh... For completeness, we've covered it, but it <laughs> there. It Check that one off the sucks. list and forget. And you know what? I vow to everyone listening to this, I will never listen to this song ever again.
0: No. No, it's horrible. Morty Vickert. Subject myself Ooh, to this. Ooh, I have a new ringtone.
1: <laughs> when I call <laughs> Bruce time. rapping. Yeah. <laughs> horrible. Uh, okay. So the next song I'm going to get into, and we have talked about this multiple times on the podcast. Yes. But I'm just going to mention it now for completeness again. The. Space Word Studio Demos version of Strange World, which is, they recorded four songs. Yes. Three of them came out on the Soundhouse tapes. Yes. Iron Maiden, Invasion, and Prowler. And they also recorded Strange World. That's right. Steve didn't think this was a good enough recording. Um, Here, I'll play a clip of it. I've played a bunch of different clips, but here's another clip of it. I played this during the early years, I think. Yeah. In Soundhouse taped discussions, I think I've brought this up. But this is the version, the first recorded version of Strange World. <laughs>
0: talked about this in the early years right. i'm glad we got into this yeah um you know we get to because we did mention it in the early years but we didn't go into it uh who's playing this so paul diano
1: yeah. dave murray yeah steve harris on bass and mm-hmm. the drummer is doug Sampson. yeah and the guitar player is paul cairns
0: paul cairns yeah yep. we talked about him at quite quite
1: length in the early yeah years. when we were in the early years yeah, i man. talked about him and his guitar solo on this and how awesome it is yeah. here i'll play this his guitar i know i played this, this is like the third time yeah. but I haven't played it for hey, look, it de- was a long time ago it.
0: remember wait before you play uncredited uncredited that's what I was yep. going to say he he, we, we established in the early years that he had an important piece to play he's not credited in the album at all right play the play so, so. the
1: more more I bring up Paul Cairns the better he deserves yes. credit for he plays on the Soundhouse Tapes he was out of the band by the time the Soundhouse Tapes came out yes and he's not on the jacket he's not credited anywhere but he is an awesome guitar player and he plays an awesome solo So, yeah, he's uh, awesome. That's awesome. Guitar player. Really cool guitar solo. Yeah. He a has good. a cool feel. Very unique compared to what you're used to hearing from Maiden.
0: Yeah, it's got a real yeah. rough uh, sound, too, that yeah. I love. That's yeah. uh,
1: awesome. So, Paul Cairns. Yeah.
0: Paul Cairns.
1: Yeah. A good buddy. Unsung member of Maiden in their formative years.
0: So, this version. Yeah. So, Strange World was on Iron Maiden album. This version was a part of the... Uh, four tracks, three of which went on to an album Soundhouse Tapes, which we've talked about. Right. And this one was the le- one left out, and we're covering it now as a, right. uh, as
1: a non-album track. Right, because yeah. we talked about the Soundhouse Tapes. We talked about those three songs that were on the Soundhouse Tapes. Yeah. This is the fourth one. So yeah. we're covering it.
0: Yeah. Fair play. Oh, so cool.
1: Um, so the Next one, Walking on Glass. So I mentioned this a little earlier. Yeah. We talked about this when we did the Somewhere in Time episode because they used right. to play this on that tour. Yeah. So this is a guitar solo, like, instrumental. After Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner, they used to play this, like, instrumental guitar solo. Yeah. Um, I included this. I didn't include all the guitar solos that they used to play, but this one actually has a name, so I'm including it as a maiden track. Yeah. I'm not including, like, all the times that they used to, in the past, over the years, when they used to take a guitar solo and just, like go crazy because those aren't songs but this one is like composed you know it is like a song
0: yeah so uh, on the tour uh they they after rhyme they would like it's adrian and dave isn't it it's adrian yeah, and Dave. you can yeah. tell that it's and and they're just it, it's it's like pretty long
1: yeah so a couple yep. minutes
0: four or five minutes and they're playing away is there and they're just kind of taking a break and hammering this out but this is something that adrian's carried with him for a while. That's interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that.
1: And this is a good oh. example of the guitar synth on Somewhere in Time. I yeah. think I used this as an example of guitar synth when we did that episode, yeah. which was like two years ago, I can't remember. <laughs> if you watch video of this era, yeah, you'll hear, when I play this clip, you'll hear keyboards, but they're not keyboards. They're Adrian on guitar, and he just like does these volume swells with the volume knob. Yeah, But because he's playing a guitar through the, the guitar synth, it sounds like keyboards. So it's mostly Dave solo- soloing, but Adrian plays some parts, and there's some cool harmonies in there. Um, this is kind of like a little edited short clip that I put together. This is "Walking on Glass." I'm not playing the whole thing, but uh, it's guitar synth and guitar, and it's pretty cool, like little composition.
0: Solo. it's and, cool yeah well what's you know what it is it's very pink floyd
1: yeah i never yeah. thought about it before it is yeah. very pink Floyd. very pink floyd yeah it's funny because if you listen to some of the urchin stuff yeah there's a few songs in there that are kind of have a bit of a pink floyd feel to it and, and that's if, adrian stuff
0: too if you were to play that for me just cold yeah uh, before i heard it i would i would almost guess especially that synth that it was like pink floyd before i would guess Nightmade. Like yeah. Now that, that you that, say yeah. it,
1: yeah, it's a hundred percent true. That's yeah. never occurred the pace
0: to me. is exactly. Pink Floyd yeah, style you're right. pace. Yeah. 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 That's cool. Yeah.
1: Anyway, that's walking on glass. Yes. Which I'm including as a track because it has a name. Yeah.
0: We're covering it here. This we're is a catch-all. This right. is the filter.
1: Right. So when we're done this episode, we're gonna have every single non-album yeah. track covered until someone messages and said you didn't cover this one. Oh man! If they yeah. do. I'll then we'll impressed. cover it. I'll be impressed. because I'll
0: be <laughs> impressed. Here, I got a recording of Bruce farting on a plane. You guys didn't cover it.
1: Well, maybe if there's something like that.
0: Then you'll break down what he ate that day.
1: <laughs> and I'll just be over here drinking. Um, <laughs> next song. Okay, so we covered this one already. Yeah. But I'm just going to mention it here. Total Eclipse.
2: I am Blaze Bailey. You're listening to
1: Talking
2: Maiden, the podcast of the beast. Possibly the best podcast in the world.
1: Total Eclipse. Total Eclipse. Run of the Hills B side. Um, added to Number of the Beast when they reissued it. We went it was, over. It was it. left off the Number of the Beast, wasn't it? Was. it? Yeah. Uh, we went, but they put it back on when I oh, reissued okay. Remember the Beast yeah when we did the Number of the Beast episodes we did like four hours on Number of the Beast and yeah. we talked about this track as like a bonus track yeah um, I'll play a clip and then we'll just kind of like move on sunrise let's go cool.
0: It's a good song. It's great. There are some people on Reddit.
1: It was a toss up between this yeah. and Gangland. Remember to be on the album. They went with that's, Gangland. Yeah, yeah, that's what
0: I was gonna say. There are there are some people on Reddit and or other web forums that are so livid that Gangland's on it, this isn't. You
1: know, yeah, and I, is I remember, really I remember when we did those episodes. I said Gangland is good because it keeps the momentum of the album going. Where this yeah. one kind of slows it down. I think this is a better song than Gangland. Yeah. But uh, and Nico or not Nico. Uh, Clive's drumming on yeah. Gangland. I remember being it's really good, really awesome. Yeah. And almost. The same way we just talked about total eclipse, I'm going to go into twilight zone. Um, It was a single from the it's like killers era. It wasn't on the original release, but they added it to the U.S. release in the 1998 reissue. So it was
0: also left off. And this is one of these. Yeah, okay. track
1: i really love this track yeah. and i think it's a lot better than a lot of the songs on killers
0: yeah i think so too. and I'm,
1: i think it should have been on killers and i'm glad that they added it to killers <sighs>
0: hot take one.
1: i love paul diano singing on this yeah it's great
0: yeah i love the groove it's just deadly
1: yeah another single that wasn't on an album sanctuary so we did this we already covered this on a previous episode mm. same thing as the last two non-album track released on the reissue Yeah. And we played a demo version of it and we covered it as a live track. So we're just going to say that we covered Sanctuary.
0: Yeah. Why are these extra tracks falling off of these, all these early albums? Is this something to do with recordings time or I wonder.
1: Yeah. And I think back in the day, like Women in Uniform 2 is also a non-album track that was a single. (laughs) So I think they used to record stuff for singles. Like if you look back of like a while before before this era, it was very common for you to put out just singles. Yeah, like the Beatles and the Rolling Stones, when they like a lot of their singles were singles, but then mm. not on albums. And it wasn't until later that they compiled the singles and put those out. That's right. So I think Maiden was kind of like we have our albums, and every now and then we're gonna throw a single out to keep like, you know, put something new out and keep stuff, you know, keep yeah. momentum going. But uh, I don't know. It is weird that they just put these like singles out on their own that never were from an album because we're so used to singles being from albums. Yeah. To promote an album.
0: That's right. Yeah. Yeah, and then the and the second side being the being the throwaway or whatever. Yeah. In this case, it's just a straight out. It's not the first time they've done it. Yeah. Yeah, they've done it a bunch of times, but yeah, it's um, you wonder then also if they're recording for that purpose because these aren't this, you know, uh, singles or or you know tracks that fell off an album. There was probably other stuff that was just so low grade that they didn't didn't end up in the mix at all. I don't know
1: know, because I think you would have heard some of those on bootlegs or playing live. You never know. I don't know.
0: Uh, I wonder. There's at least one Maiden track we've never heard of.
1: There must be. There must well, be. we haven't heard those few covers that they recorded that Kevin Shirley says they definitely recorded. Tush and Angel of Death, mm-hmm. those two covers. They've never seen the light of day. Um, so we covered almost every single Maiden track. There's a few left that I don't think they really count. They kind of do. I'm going to speed through these just to say that we covered them. It's not. I don't want to do this another third episode on these non-album tracks for like some of these which are barely you know, barely count, in my opinion. So I'm just going to do a a mop-up here of all the stuff that we haven't covered yet. There's an electric version of Journeyman. It was on the No More Lies Dance of Death Souvenir EP. I played this clip when we did the Dance of Death album. Um, It's where I took the acoustic version and I faded it into the electric version. So this is the electric version of Journeyman because it started as an electric song. And then they got acoustic instruments and did it as an acoustic song.
2: Deeper grave, come to mourn, all the colors of the dawn, will this journey man's day.
1: a huge journeyman fan because i don't like the course but overall i've kind of come around to liking it a bit more lately Ah, that's a great track pretty good
0: track i want to listen to the album now
1: yeah i haven't listened to dance of death in forever too long from the exact same no more lies dance of death souvenir ep (laughs) there's also the nico mcbrain version of age of innocence it's called age of innocence how old so this is nico singing age of innocence
2: One shot, can we take it? Nah, can we only get my life, can't Can we all do what we have a surprise, we us, been and replace we'll be it? Because all food is just made in Like an old dreamer, dreamer Da 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 lost in place again Da 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 Oh dear, early age of innocence <inku� dieta> What do you say about that then? Yeah. Hang on a minute
0: what the hell <laughs> oh my god that's just
1: nico being nico like messing around yeah it's funny nico
0: that's funny the boys must get a kick at
1: him oh yeah for sure yeah he's like the uh the comic relief he's of the Iron clown <laughs> <laughs> so i thought that was funny but we haven't i don't think we've ever talked about that on the podcast but no now we
0: have i've never heard that before
1: um, we've talked about a bunch of Bruce re-records. Uh, remember Prowler 88 yep. in those? There's another one called Wrathchild 1999, mm. which is a studio version of Wrathchild with Bruce singing. And it was on the U.S. version of the Ed Hunter compilation as a hidden bonus track. Uh, I think it was released as a promo CD single too. This doesn't seem like such a big deal now because we've heard so many live versions of Bruce doing these songs. But this is a studio version of Bruce doing Wrathchild.
2: Of anger and greed, of dominance and persecution. Mother was the queen, and my dad I never seen. I was never meant to be. Now I spend my time looking all around a man. There's nowhere to be found till I find him. Never gonna stop searching. Gonna find my man. Gotta travel.
0: Had me right till the end there. <laughs> then he lost me.
1: Yeah, Bruce trying to put his own stamp yeah. on it, right? Doing what Bruce does best.
0: Yeah, that's good.
1: Yeah, that's pretty good, but uh I'll still take the the, the album version.
0: Yeah, oh every day. It's yeah. a Paul song.
1: It's a Paul Mario Day song. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> this is true. Okay, so other tracks I'm not gonna play clips from. Listen with Nico versions one to ten, mm. which is just Nico talking. There's also a Listen with Nico volume 11. I don't think a lot of people know about that. It's from the No Prayer for the Dying promo CD. Um, that's like an 11th yeah. installment of the Listen with Nico series. Mm. Um, there's Blaze Bailey interviews released as B-sides for the Man on the Edge CD single. And remember the Empire of the Clouds 12-inch single yep. that you got on Record Store Day? Remember you got two copies of it? Yeah. On the B-side of that, there's a interview called Maiden Voyage. Yes. Talking about, you know, Empire of the Clouds. Do you want to know? But those are all interviews, but yeah. they are made in tracks and they were they released. Are. So I'm, they're officially you're covered. I
0: haven't listened to the interview. Oh, no? No, because mine's still in plastic. Oh, you're keeping it Because it's my sealed. favorite disc of all time. I'm yeah, afraid to open it's, it. It's pretty
1: cool. I think I'm going to buy another one play. I love the, to play. Uh, the art on that.
0: Yeah, it's so great.
1: So those are interviews. Mm. They're officially covered. Wicker Man rehearsal version so this also we have talked about another a couple other rehearsal versions before live in the studio versions while they're warming up for tours so there's a few of these uh i'll play a clip of this so this is like them in the studio just doing a one-off live take it's kind of cool in that it's like it's made in live with no audience you know what i mean <laughs> Is awesome yeah it's cool so they also did versions of the trooper and Wrathchild. um they're really great great like versions of maiden songs they're like live but no audience yeah so they're like I don't know, it's, it's really cool man that's one of those songs
0: when i hear that i'm just like i love this band
1: i love the wicker man i know I oh great. man
0: such a great band that's so awesome yeah oh i'm pumped <laughs> i'm pumped
1: So, okay, now I'm going to go through a bunch of, like, ones that barely count. The Nomad Rock Mix, Blood Brothers Rock Mix, from the Wildest Dreams DVD single. The reincarnation of Benjamin Brieg Rock Club Mix on the UK promo CD. They're just different mixes of the album tracks. Yeah. I'm not going to play clips from those. Benjamin Brie, is so disappointing. The Angel and the Gambler Unmastered from the UK promo CD. That's just another mix. The Radio... Okay, these ones are actually worth mentioning mm. the radio one legend sessions um the cd single for the reincarnation of benjamin brieg so these are they did three songs trooper run to the hills and hallowed be thy name mm. live in a studio so it's like live takes again of maiden and they're really awesome it's like no overdubs and no crowd noise 100 yeah. percent maiden and they just sound amazing
2: is it five o'clock
1: they take me
2: to the gallows the sands of time for me are running
1: Yeah, so I love these ones that are like, it's like live Maiden with no background crowd noise. Yeah. It's just cool. They're a little rawer than the studio versions. And then there's also edited versions of songs. There's The Angel of the Gambler, Wasting Love, Out of the Silent Planet, Reincarnation of Benjamin Brieg have shortened versions released. The exact same album tracks, studio versions. But the running length is different. And that's yeah. it. But I'm going to mention them just so that... Uh, for completeness. Co- for completeness. So we yeah. covered every single Maiden song.
0: Yeah, we're deep diving here.
1: So Bruce says in an interview and also in Kevin Shirley's 2006 blog entry that's no longer on the internet, they recorded Tush by ZZ Top and Angel of Death by Thin Lizzy. Yeah. Um, so those have never seen the light of day, but I do have a live version, a live clip of Maiden in the studio jamming Tush. And I'm not sure if this is the same version that they recorded or not. So I'm not sure if that's what Kevin Shirley was talking about when we recorded it mm. or if they recorded an actual, like, good version. <laughs>
0: yeah. Just, I mean, I can't say anything.
1: But anyway, for completeness. For completeness. Yeah. There we go. We, we acknowledge the existence I of think, said track. I think if we if we've covered all the studio tracks. Yes. After doing these six episodes on non-album stuff, B-sides and non-album tracks, I think mm. we've covered every single Iron Maiden track that there is released. Every one. Yeah. Now there's live versions that they released as B-sides. I'm not counting live versions of songs. Because, I mean, then you could go for, like, forever, right? I'm pretty sure that's it, man. Are you
0: saying, Nesbitt, that we've covered every single, <laughs> every single Iron Maiden album? The like-
1: only other thing I can think of is... On the Behind the Iron Curtain VHS tape. Yes. There's footage of them at a Polish wedding where they cover smoke on the water. So I'll include that one. And then I think that's it. I think we got everything. I think. So uh, that's all of them from the the best of the best to the most embarrassing, horrible. To the best to the worst. Yeah. So Massacre is, I think, my favorite. Mm. Love that one. There's a couple of Blaze ones that were great. There's a bunch of terrible ones. Some in the middle. I don't know. Nice, good work. More T Vicker was terrible. More T Vicker was the, horrible. Was the shites. Roll over Vic Villa, I hated too. Any uh, song where Bruce pretends to be uh, Rod Smallwood, I'm out. They're like painful. Yeah,
0: I, I loved, I would, my highlight from the B sides and from the, the non album tracks, because we talked about B sides. Remember, I went into, yep. you know, what's a B side and what's yep. not. I loved the live stuff. I loved all of the Blaze stuff that never made it. Yep. And I love the demos.
1: Yeah, I think those are the highlights. All the demos. Yeah. Right. A lot of the B sides, too, with Bruce, they're kind of decent, but then they get like silly when he, yeah. you know what I mean? He kind of Nico does it. It's like they're too cool. Like, we don't care about these. Yeah, like, it's like they're throwaway tracks.
0: Forget it. Yeah. Like, I love you guys, but I mean, forget it. Yeah.
1: Anyway. All right. A lot of these songs I will never listen to again. I will never listen to Rick, "Roll Over Vic Villa" ever again.
0: Yeah, until you hear my ringtone.
1: "Nodding Donkey Blues." I'm oh my god, we're going on a that's road horrible. trip, and that's
0: all I'm playing.
1: <laughs> "The Sheriff of Huddersfield." Yes, but uh, there's a lot of these songs too that I had heard, but I never really got into. Remember we did like Juanita, that girl, and Reach Out. Yes. Like Reach I, out I knew of those songs. Stuck in my head. And all three of those songs, like, yeah. got stuck in my head for like months afterwards. Oh god i know so anyway that's kind of cool anyway we covered uh yeah this is the
0: the gap fillers we got all the detail these are the tracks so
1: someday we will hit the last episode of the podcast and we will be able to say that we have covered every single iron every single song yep
0: all of them yeah completeness yeah. Everyone we know about, if there's one that you don't know about. I'm sure we'll get some emails about.
1: and people yeah. will be like, you forget about this and you forget yeah. about that. Like, but like I think a, I went like through. Like recording a Bruce in the shower. I went through the discography and I think I got like even these ones that are like edits and remixes and stuff like that, yeah. which are barely different, right? Oh, they yes. cut three seconds. It's th- this one's three seconds shorter, but it appeared on this. You know what I mean? Like.
0: Yes. I don't
1: know. I'm pretty sure we're being pretty complete.
0: We're being. Yeah. You're so. being super.
1: But if I complete. missed one, yeah. I'll be very impressed. Let us know. Yes. talkingmaiden.com slash talk yes to leave us an audio message and say so you ba- forgot this song you forgot this song yeah
0: um Turkish Beer Fs. yeah it's pretty good it's been a while now yeah and it's just coming back to me eh, it's alright I yeah. wouldn't it's not on the that other one we had I believe that was way better that other Turkish yeah. Beer back in the day um that red ale yeah from yeah, last the red
1: ale.
0: yeah. awesome good work Nesbitt alright talkingmaiden.com get us on there get us on Facebook Twitter wherever until next Whatever time. Whatever
1: platform slash Talking what, Maiden. Except for Instagram because yes. they kicked us off. Yeah,
0: Instagram kicked <laughs> us off and uh, all the other stuff.
1: Talkingmaiden at gmail.com.
0: Uh, we've got a new Pinterest thing going. What? Well, no, we don't. No Pinterest. <laughs> this is the cake designs I like. <laughs> Talkingmaiden.com. All right. Until next time, up the iron stuff.